welcome the listeners to this episode of Block Tales. The Block Tales podcast enters its second season here in 2018 with more interviews, stories, and experiences by today's industry leaders. The blockchain economy is getting more attention than ever before, and as your host of the Block Tales podcast, I strive to ask all of the right questions that you, the listeners, need to know. Today on our show, I'll be speaking with Michael Zhu, CEO and founder of Lair East, a U.S.-China cross-border accelerator based here in New York City. Lair East is known for its ability to assist U.S.-based technology companies in gaining exposure to investors and partners in China and help access the Chinese markets, create MVPs, and bring critical mass projects. Larry brings thought leadership in corporate innovation and digital transformation services to China in an initiative that is intended to facilitate collaboration and learning by Chinese corporations in top U.S. entrepreneurship. Michael, thanks so much for joining us. Let's start by telling me how Larry East got started. So Larry East was founded in 2015 and by Huawei International and Palm Drive Capital. So we aim to build a cross-border platform for international community. Um, and on the platform, we have investment fund um, as well as the accelerator programs. What interests you about cross-border investment between the U.S. and China? And in particular, why is technology what you focus on? So we saw a big trend that, you know, a lot of uh, frontier technology that go into the emerging market um, because end of the day, they're going to solve the problem. So there's a huge application market that in emerging market, uh, such as in China. So China has 1.4 billion people, and, and now there's a lot of uh, internet companies that are going off, online to offline to solve the problems. So that's why we saw a huge demand uh, from the private companies that in China looking for technologies from overseas. And that's why we are, you know, uh, build this platform to have the deal flows going back to China to solve the problems for Chinese companies. China has such a thriving technology ecosystem. Why do you need to import technology from the United States? China now is inventing a lot of new stuff. Um, So China now is transforming from uh, made in China in the past to innovation from China. So what we see, um, you know, the live streaming um, as well as the social. So famous will be WeChat as all made in China uh, and now has global impacts around the world. Um, so, but now uh, there are a lot of private companies still looking for a frontier technology that coming from outside of China uh, that can potentially solve the problems in China. So that's, um, you know, uh, China has their limitations, uh, but what we are doing is fill the gap. Um, so we know both culture, we know both, you know, um, consumer behaviors. Uh, so we are thinking now on our platform, we are able to bring a more, um, you know, market fit, products going back to China to solve the problem. Tell me more where you see opportunity for new digital business models in China. So we uh, we launched this you know accelerator, actually we call it the Corporate Innovation Accelerator uh, last year. Um, so what we can see right now that in China, there, as I said before, there, there are a lot of, uh, of online to offline um, opportunities. So what we're seeing like Alibaba and Tencent, uh, they're all acquiring, uh, acquiring you know, offline um, supermarkets. Um, as they see a huge market for, um, you know, 
customer acquisition and user acquisition offline because uh, the uh, customer acquisition online has become expensive and you know for forward so they're going to acquire users offline so the best way is to acquire you know companies already have a huge amount of uh, customers so just like um, a couple couple years ago that uh, Alibaba launched a Hema Shenxian uh, so, which is a super um, uh, internet dominant uh, offline supermarket, um, and then they play it really well in the offline market. So that's one example for um, internet company that is from transforming from light operation to the heavy operations. Uh, but that's a trend in China because China now is transforming, and and a, there are a lot of uh, uh, we call it industry grow uh, industry upgrading. Um, so a lot of uh, private companies are facing um, innovation, uh, not necessarily a problem, but also a um, difficulties. Uh, so we saw a lot of uh, traditional manufacturers, they're, they're transforming their production lines uh, to robotics and to be more effective as well as a more efficient. And that's something that we're pretty much focused on, and we help to we help the lot you know those private companies in China to leverage technology um, to solve the problems that they have. Michael, maybe you can tell us on what types of technologies China is in need of. Sure, um, I think we pretty much focus on technology focused. Um, uh, so right now, uh, since we are a cross-border corporate innovation accelerator, so we basically leverage ourselves and leverage our technology technology to solve the problem actually to specific to the specific need that in China so now we pretty focus on pretty much focus on a um, couple of different sectors so artificial intelligence um, you know machine learnings and and VR AR and blockchain uh, we're talking about the blockchain technology and in terms of a market application um, as well as the uh, you know the um, uh, smart manufacturer because there are tons of different manufacturers that in China being successfully running for you know three decades uh, but now there's a critical period of time for them to transform uh, to be more much more efficient uh, using the frontier technology so and also IOT actually um, so there's a IOT association that in Shenzhen they have 3,000 um, IPO companies that are all in IOT um, are looking for technology as well as the investment um, but majority of them, they're uh, looking for technology, not just for investment, but also in order to um, improve their technology as well as their business. What makes the innovation journey to China different than other programs that bring companies on roadshows to China? Sure, it's a very, very good question. So um, I think our unfair advantage uh, for this type of a trip and uh, for this type of programs is we are really focused on um, sourcing a good technology or uh, market fit technology products that we can leverage to be able to add value to the existing private companies that are in China. Uh, so unlike other uh, trip in China, uh, trip going to China, um, so um, the only purpose of going back to China is to fundraise. Uh, but for us, fundraise is just one of the part reasons we're bringing back to China. But majority of uh, um, the, the, the companies who we 
we bring back to China is to help them to navigate the landscape of uh, ecosystem uh, in China, as well as to sort of um, um, solving the problems that companies are facing right now in China. Because end of the day, as I said, the, the technology company, the tech, tech technology is just a tools. So end of the day, they're going to solve the problem for uh, traditional, you know, the industries. Um, so what we're different is uh, we're going. Uh, versa versa. So we go to the demand side first. So we look into the corporation looking for the technology to solve the innovation problems. Um, and then we come back and host events and host uh, pitch competition to some sort of uh, sourcing the market fit technology from the US side and then bring them back to China to solve the problem. So this is what we are different and, and what we believe in Larry's, which is build local and think global. So we think uh, our platform, through our platform, we are able to provide a global vision, global market for local companies and startups in the U.S. How do you help bridge the culture gap for U.S. companies trying to navigate in China? Um, so what we're different from others is we have a whole bunch of uh, team team players uh, that on our team are pretty much understand both culture, both market, uh, very well, well. So we have team from you know consulting company before. We have teams in the in the industries, and we have teams from accelerator parts are very very into the uh, their their own fields. So we know the markets that happen in China as well as we know the you know, the technology that will happen here. So, and with that, you know, uh, the sort of knowledge, and uh, we're able to bridge that gap. That was fantastic. But we need to take a short break right now. So when we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with CEO and co-founder of Lair East, Michael Zhu, and more about their innovation journey to China happening this July 15th to 30th. I want to make sure that everyone is invited to Accelerator Awesome, a co-production between the Studio Project and Work Awesome, one of the first global gatherings of Accelerator of the Accelerator community worldwide. It'll be happening June 29th this year at in New York City. Uh, you can find out more at acceleratorawesome.org. Looking to create high-quality videos? Find the right talent and crews in New York City and around the world on Story Hunter. Go to storyhunter.com. Welcome back, listeners, to this episode of Block Tales. I'm your host, Tony Sklar. Michael, let's continue our conversation and let's talk about corporate innovation and how corporates um, and how corporations can use startups to innovate faster and how they can make the important uh, build, buy, or partner decision. So, as it pertains to corporate innovation, what can the U.S. bring to China? Sure. Um, I think um, corporate innovation right now in China is just a starting point. Uh, unlike the uh, U.S. right now, uh, a majority of uh, accelerators, they have their own corporate innovation accelerator for a long time. Um, so I think um, the reason why that China has a uh, innovation, you know, the, the face right now, um, actually um, we saw a statistics um, regarding um, uh, GDP per capita. Um, so China used to have a GDP per capita around 800. 
uh, back to 10 years ago. So now uh, we have around like $8,000 GDP per capita. Uh, so meaning that uh, there are a lot of uh, um, increase in the growth in terms of uh, economics and, and also the market. Um, so China now, um, unlike other uh, countries, um, so now is transforming from uh, made in China to information, uh, innovation from China. Um, so a lot of uh, companies are looking to acquire uh, or invest into innovations. Um, so just like um, you know, the artificial intelligence and the very, very popular and hot in China, um, and a majority of the major players in this field will be like Alibaba, Tencent, and Baidu. So they have their own uh, fields. So that's why a lot of uh, uh, you know uh, giant companies in China are looking to be more innovative. Uh, so, uh, but at the end of the day, which is um, there are a lot of uh, companies in the traditional industry uh, who are in you know in the manufacturers who are in the trans you know general transportations. They're also looking to innovate, uh, but they don't know how. Uh, so some sort of uh, companies, are, you know, they build their own ventures. So they have their own corporate ventures to invest a lot of uh, front technologies that are related to their ventures or related to their uh, industries. But some of them, they start their own accelerator. Um, so that's where, um, you know, our corporate innovation accelerator that are right face or right, you know, right timing to go into China uh, to help those startups, I mean, who, who to help those private companies to establish their accelerator to get a global market and get a global vision and, and, a, and a mission to accomplish their innovation purpose. So tell me, Michael, what are some of the great highlights about the innovation journey to China this upcoming July? So I, I guess the um, through the twelve days hyper trip during the Chain China. Uh, so each of the city we're going to have a two days conference. So that will definitely benefit for the startup who are going with us. Um, so during the conference, you know, the startup will be able to meet a lot of investors, um, you know, the officials from the local government, as well as the science park, uh, you know, executives. Because, um, you know, in China, there are a lot of uh, technology in the science parks. Um, they are, um, you know, they're building a larger platform for investors, for accelerators, for incubators, and also the co-working space, as well as the startup founders. Um, so I think uh, the, the highlights for uh, for the startup founders going with us to go back to China, uh, which is they're gonna gonna have a first hand uh, to get in touch with a lot of uh, leading investors such as Jim Fan, Metrics Partners, and, and also other uh, investors in China who are very active in VCs and angels, um, but as well as, uh, as well as the local um, you know information about each of the you know, uh, uh, advantage of um, each of cities, such as uh, Shanghai, they have, they have their own advantage. Um, you know, uh, working in Shenzhen will be have another uh, advantage. So, and also Xi'an will have another advantage. So they will get a first hand of information about, uh, you know, city, about the landscape of what it looks like in, in China. Uh, at the same time, they're gonna, uh, you know, talk a lot of uh, market application in terms 
terms of uh, uh, their own technology, uh, how to make a market fit in China. Um, you know, talking not specifically to VC, but also to um, the corporations that we're going to serve or going to talk with. So corporation will share a lot of inside information and also their own innovation problems um, or obstacles where the startup founders where we're going to back to China. Tell me about some of the partners that you have in China. Sure. Um, so we partner with a lot of leading partners in China. So, uh, for example, uh, we partner with the CCCC, uh, which stands for Chinese Communication Construction Company, uh, which is number one transportation company that in Asia. Um, so they are building a transportation um, uh, technology park. So what they're looking for is new materials. Um, you know, smart city, uh, smart transportations. Um, so this is a large partners that we have in Xi'an. Um, so in Shenzhen, we partner with the Yitian Group, which is a large real estate developer uh, that in Shenzhen. And then they are also building another uh, large uh, technology park. Um, and also some other funds, you know, Gen Fund and the Metric Partners, and Linear Partners, um, and also the 36KR, and, and all other partners that I've been partnered with. Um, so especially for, um, for the local partners that we have with the government, and then they are super supportive about this trip, and then they are going to show us around with the local policies and, and meet with the officials and, uh, and so on. Um, Michael, where are you finding the greatest pipeline of companies that are suited for the Chinese market? We are, uh, so that's a good question. So we have uh, multiple pipelines. So first of all, we are going to host the um, uh, pitch competition. And then the other thing is we partner with um, a lot of accelerators and incubators uh, that in the East Coast. And, and then for those uh, cohorts and teams from those accelerators, they're also f f looking for fundraising as well as for uh, market application. So that become a, another deal flow so source. Um, so another part of which is we partner with a lot of, uh, um, you know, the, the uh, uh, universities such as uh, Harvard universities and NYU and, and Columbia uh, to hopefully uh, get deal flow from them. So uh, just like the last um, pitch competition that we had with Harvard, we partnered with Harvard Venture, which is the largest um, you know student-run uh, venture capital um, that in Harvard. Um, so we have successfully found. I mean, uh, you know, uh, sourced a company called Hello, a friend, uh, which is a blockchain company. Uh, so we're going to bring them back to China. And finally, Michael, where can we find more information about this fantastic event coming up? Sure. Um, so we love to have more and more, um, you know, founders and, and investors and partners who are, um, you know, attend this journey with us, actually. Uh, so welcome to head to our website, which is www.innovatechina.io um, or visit us at www.alayereast.com. Uh, so we have a lot of information on that, and, and we hope to see you guys there. You've been listening to an interview with Michael Zhu, CEO and founder of Lair East, a U.S.-China cross-border accelerator based here in New York City. Michael and his team are leading the innovation journey to China, a 12-day six-city roadshow happening this July 15th. 
To apply for this all-expense-paid roadshow to China, go to www.lareast.com application. I'm your host, Tony Sklar, and you've been listening to Block Tales. Here at Far From TV, we deliver business and technology news, data and insights, as well as opinions from top industry leaders on what's hot and what's wrong with today's technology ecosystem. You can follow us on Twitter at FarFromTV, and please find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. And don't forget about WeChat. You can find all of the Far From TV podcasts on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. And when you find us and listen, please don't forget to give us a rating and a review. Your support means a lot to us, and we value your feedback. If you wish to send us a note, which you can do so on any of the social media platforms where you find us, and if you'd like to send us an email, please go right ahead and email us at info at farfrom.tv. That's info at farfrom.tv. 